Welcome to Athlete Maestro, where the greatest athletes have already created a path for the young athletes to follow. This is Athlete Assessment, episode 178. Practice obsessively, learn to face your fears, and tragedy happens to everyone. When all is said and done, he'll be remembered as one of the greatest rugby players in history. He was named International Rugby Board Player of the Year on three different occasions. Today on Athlete Assessment, New Zealand fly half Dan Carter. Just in case you didn't know what rugby is, it's the sport that looks just like American football, only that they don't wear helmets. Dan Carter was rugby through and through. His name became synonymous with the sport, not just because of his good looks, but because he had the skills to back it up. He was born 5th March 1982, and from the age of 5, he played with Southbridge Rugby Club as a scrum half. Talk about different beginnings. He made his name playing as a fly-off. So basically, a scrum half is a defensive player, a fly-off is an attacking player. In 2003, he signed with the Crusaders, a super rugby side in New Zealand. He helped the team reach the final of the Super 12 Rugby Tournament from 2003 to 2006, winning the title in 2005 and 2006. We hear of world record deals in football, but in 2008, European club starred to Lausanne offered Carter the biggest rugby contract in world rugby at £750,000 per year. At that point, such figures were unheard of. He was that good. Everyone who loved rugby loved Dan Carter. His crowning moment was supposed to come at the 2011 Rugby World Cup on home soil, but Carter got injured and virtually missed the entire tournament. He returned at the 2015 World Cup and was the star of the tournament. In the final against Australia, he scored four penalties and converted two tries and was named man of the match. His records include being the all-time Super Rugby leading point scorer and the all-time international rugby leading point scorer. Today is your mentor, guys. And these are three lessons that I want you to learn from a rugby legend today. And the first one is practice obsessively. Practice obsessively. Now, if you've watched Dan Carter and if you have the slightest inclination of rugby and you know some of the things that he has done in the sport, then this would not it will probably not come as a surprise seeing the things that he was able to achieve in the sport or how good basically he was, how he enjoyed the sport. He was almost flawless when he played. His penalty kicking was spot on from any angle on the pitch. If you get a penalty against New Zealand, you can trust that Dan Carter will put that ball between the six. And that's why he has the record for international rugby leading point scorers. Many of those points were from the penalty kick. He was that gifted. And with his gift comes the question, how did he get so good? How did he get to the level that he got to? How did he get to the point? How did he attain the expertise that he was able to attain? And the easy answer guys is practice obsessively i see many young athletes who hate to practice yes you might not like it but if you're going to be any good at it if you're going to be any good at your sport if you're going to be any good at any skill or technique that you're trying to master 
it all comes down to practice guys you have to practice obsessively before that thing can be part of you and we've seen this example with so many athletes now david beckham english footballer was known for his precise free kick taking and, and his precise crosses as well and the thing that made that special the thing that made him that good in that area was because he practiced obsessively the manchester united players including sir alex ferguson himself would say time and again that david beckham before leaving each training session he must convert 100 free kicks before leaving the training session so it doesn't matter what time he gets there doesn't matter the schedule that the team is on doesn't matter what the team is doing he must convert 100 free kicks every single day now the question i have for you is how wouldn't you be good at taking free kicks if before the end of each training session you must convert 100 before you leave of course you're going to be good because you are practicing obsessively we looked at drew Brees past episode of the podcast he gets into the facility at the new orleans saints before 7 a.m and he stays there and is the last man to leave half of the time he's watching game film and then he's going onto the pitch onto the gridiron to practice all of those things that he has watched in game film all the things that he has learned all the things that he's trying to correct you have to practice obsessively guys now on this point dan carter himself says he says for all the rugby i played competitively as a kid though it was dwarfed by the hours spent playing with my mates that's what i put my skill set down to those countless hours after school he also goes on to say there was a section alongside ours where my parents grew gherkins bottling them to sell for a little extra cash then one summer my dad planted grass so from then on we effectively had a rugby field alongside our house that was our afternoon ritual for nearly a decade i wonder how my life might have turned out if they'd never made that sacrifice i likely wouldn't have played nearly so much and might never have acquired the skills i did without the endless repetition guys it's as simple as a b c if you're going to be good if you're going to be great if you're going to achieve any form of success you have to practice obsessively I see young athletes, you practice for one hour, you're tired. You practice for two hours, you're grumbling. You practice for two and a half hours, it's a problem. This is something that this guy did for over a decade before anyone even knew his name. Now, he's one of the greatest rugby players ever. And people are going to look back at those things that made him great. And that's what I'm trying to put out here for you. First lesson, guys, practice obsessively. And the second one is learn to face your fears. Now, as athletes, we would always be confronted with difficult situations, difficult tasks, difficult lessons. It's always hard uh, to navigate the world of sports because it always brings up different things. It brings up trouble. It brings up uh, obstacles. It brings up errors. Just plain difficult times. And what you see with many young athletes, especially the ones that are not mentally tough, is that they will cave under the pressure. They will crack under the pressure and they will run back into their hole. So when they're faced with tough times, difficult situations, that is not when you expect them to pull out their best. But one thing that every young athlete must learn is that you must learn to face your fears. It even comes with life generally, not to talk of sports. In life as a whole, you have to be able to face your fears. It's not when something fearful comes around that you run into a hole and then you go hiding. Then you come out when that is gone. And for Dan Carter, this presented himself in a situation Dan Carter is not the biggest rugby player ever. Yes, he's a tall guy, but the scrum offs, these this massive guys 
are way bigger than him. And he says that every time in training growing up as a kid, he was always crying. And people were asking him, I said, why were you crying, Dan? What happened? He said, because he had to tackle the big players. And this is how Dan Carter himself puts it. He says, tackling those monsters hurt like hell. And I hated it. There will be times I would just completely muck it up and get flattened. But that's how you learn at that age. I still maintain that my technique came out of that period. A tiny kid always trying to tackle giants. Guys, you have to learn to face your fears. If you do not face your fears, then you can never attain the success that you're chasing in sports. Nobody would know Dan Carter's name if he ran away from the fear of tackling the bigger players or because he was a small kid or because he wasn't as big as they were. If you're not willing to face your fears, guys, then just forget anything that you're trying to achieve in sports. Forget anything that you're trying to do because it will never become a reality because that fear would always be an obstacle. And of course, a few weeks back, we looked at uh, biggest dream killers. We looked at why athletes give up. And one recurring thing in all of those things was fear. The fear of failure, uh, the fear of success, the fear of many things, challenges, the fear of making mistakes, the imposter syndrome, fearing that you're not good enough. All of those things, guys, you have to tackle head on. Because if you do not face your fears, how exactly do you get better? And the way you do that is to do that thing that you fear the most. For Dan Carter, he hated tackling those guys, but he had to confront it and he had to face it and he had to do it. And he says that the skills that he learned afterwards would not have come to fruition if he didn't face that particular fear. So what is the fear that you face today? I want you to actually even share that with me. Send me a mail, taller at athletemaestro.com. What's that fear that you have? What's that fear that you're currently facing that is so difficult for you? Share that with me, guys. Second lesson from Dan Carter, learn to face your fears. Just like he faced his fears, you should face yours as well. So what's that thing that's bothering you? I want you to face it. And final lesson is tragedy happens to everyone. Now, in the intro, I talked about 2011 being the crowning moment for Dan Carter when everyone was supposed to, you know, finally come to grips with his legend, with how great he was. And he was supposed to captain the All Blacks, which is the New Zealand rugby team, in a match against Canada. You know, build up to the World Cup. You know, the World Cup was already, it was already even around the corner and it was on home soil. What better way to crown your legacy than to win the World Cup on home soil? Dan Carter got injured before that game and eventually missed the entire World Cup. If we rewind to four years earlier, when they were supposed to win the World Cup as well, they lost in the quarterfinals to France in Wales. And everyone was looking, is Dan Carter really great? Is this what we're seeing? Is this how things are supposed to turn out? But fast forward to 2015, when New Zealand, of course, they won the World Rugby World Cup in 2011. Dan Carter, not really a part of it. Fast forward to 2015, and Dan Carter was the star of the show. In the final against Australia, he was the man of the match. He literally almost single-handedly tore Australia apart, pulled New Zealand clear and made them the world champion. And at that point, he had arrived. At that point, he had done everything that he was supposed to do. What's the point of this lesson? Tragedy happens to everyone. So in 2007, it didn't happen for him. They lost in the quarterfinals. 2011, home soil, supposed to be his crowning moment. He got injured. Now, he could never have seen that coming. It's very easy for him to have been upset. Two chances to win the World Cup. Didn't take any of them. Didn't play a part in the second one. 2015, why do I have to look forward to that? Um, it's not necessarily important. Easy for him to just knock it aside. But he didn't do that. He got himself prepared for the 2015 World Cup. It took him four years. 
but he got himself mentally and physically prepared so that he could arrive at the moment and seize his opportunity. So what tragedy have you faced? What injury have you suffered? What obstacle has come your way? You know, I've seen athletes who they came forth and they were like millimeters away from winning bronze medals at the Olympic Games, at tournament, and something just went wrong for them. They practiced, they knuckled down for four years to wait till the next Olympics to win the gold medal that they wanted to win. So tragedy, guys, it happens to everyone. But it doesn't mean that because a tragedy happens to you that you would no longer be great, that you would no longer achieve your goals, that you would no longer be successful in sports. What you do when the tragedy happens is what determines whether you are going to get there. And if you resolve mentally to put that tragedy behind you, to put it at the side and to hone in on your goals, then you're going to achieve great things, guys. With that in mind, the lessons that I want you to learn from Dan Carter, practice obsessively his skills came down to him practicing obsessively for over a decade learn to face your fears guys if there's any fear you're currently struggling with send me an email taller at athletemaestro.com i'll be glad to answer those questions and help you face that fear because you have to face your fears in order to be successful and finally tragedy happens to everyone what you do when the tragedy happens is what will determine whether you achieve your goals in sports dan carter absolute legend of rugby player i just love the way he plays I'll add up in the show notes, you know, a few clips of crazy penalties that Dan Carter scored and crazy plays that he made in rugby just to show you how much of a legend and how good he was. Athletemaster.com forward slash 178. There you can get the show notes, get a few other facts and details about Dan Carter and just read up about him. You see, the great athletes have done it before you. So it's always easier for you to learn. I want you to share this episode, guys. Share it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Share it with any athlete that comes to mind, your teammates, anyone you feel needs to learn a lesson. Success leaves clues, guys. And those clues are what I try to put out for you here on Athlete Maestro. If you haven't, head over to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Subscribe to the podcast so you get a notification every time an episode comes out. If you're serious about your goals in sports, you have to be serious about your learning and you have to be serious with athlete maestro i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing it's not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do i want you to go out there learn all the lessons you can from dan carter today i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day